0: Do you know this? That's what I do. I drink, and I know things. Truth is, <laughs> I am Iron Man. Wherever I go, he goes. When people ask you what happened to you, tell them you remember. remembers. And here we go. Welcome, listeners. I'm Zach Williamson. I'm here with Luke Goosens. Ross cutsworth is going to join us in a bit. This is our first pod on Wandavision, the new MCU show that's on Disney Plus. We're talking full spoilers. This is our first pod on it, but we're going to do the first two episodes combined in one. We could wait till Ross jumps in here before we get into that. You want to do any news? See if there's any news stories this week. Yeah, fuck me up, Paul. On the news stories, Matt Damon joined the cast, Thor, love and Thor, loving thunder. He was. That's such, a, that's such a random one, man. Like, he was, yeah. he, did a, he did a cameo in the last movie. He was the actor, Loki, you know, when they were doing that play and shit? He was the actor in that. So I'm wondering if they're going to expand on that somehow or say that he's some other character that was, like, in disguise. I don't know. because No, come cause, on. They're not going to play on that. I don't think he's going to go down and go into quarantine for two weeks in Australia to do just a cameo, though. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's why he's probably a pretty big character. Well, so sorry, that's what I mean. But like, you know how Loki's a shapeshifter, basically, he can disguise himself. So what if he's a dude that was in disguise playing that character is what I meant. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. I don't know Thor lore that in depth, but I'm sure there's some other shapeshifters type dude that could pop out of that. So, okay, so that's a story. Let's see. Zack Snyder's Justice League, four hours, dude. That shit's long. So it's it's longer than Titanic. It's longer than... The Lord of the Rings extended cuts. Dude, why? Four hours? Four hours, bro. It's getting released as one movie. Originally, they were talking about a mini-series, but now it's just going to be one film. Bro, and it's a DC movie. Kill me now. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you're just shooting, up, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Lord of the Rings, world-renowned. People love that shit, and that was under four hours. Four hours is long. DC's Justice League. Everybody hated it. No one liked it. Piece of shit. Maybe the best part of the film was a little bit of the action. Four hours. So that was a different version of this, I guess. So that was like a different director, different sort of approach. And they had about an hour and a half, two hours of footage that weren't used for this. But still, four hours? Cut that shit down, man. Come on, guy. I'm trying. How long was The Irishman? That movie was long as hell. And that, I don't even think that was four hours. No, no. That was around three hours or something like that. Maybe a little over three. <laughs> unreal dude <laughs> like four hours is so fucking long three hours and 30 minutes long as hell so this that's shit's gonna long, be longer than a that motherfucker dude i can't believe i wasted that time i know dude i'm honestly turning i don't know if i'll watch this movie titanic three and a half hours why couldn't they break it up they should have broken up into one hour episodes that's what they should have done that's what they're talking about but On the flip, do you remember that movie being that style movie where you can break it off and it's sort of an actual cliffhanger? Yeah, but like you said, this is a different director. So this movie would probably have a totally different direction. Yeah, different stuff happening. Yeah, we don't know exactly the way it would go. That's true. That's a good point. But it was the director's call he wanted to do. Zack Snyder wanted to do four hours. So, Well, fuck, dude. Wild guy, man. How long was 300? 300. No, that was not. A, that was two hours. That was under three for a fact. Watchmen, the movie that he directed to Zack Snyder, three and a half hours. Bro, this shit is, that is unreal, dude. Four hours. Insane. All right. I don't got much more else to say on that. I guess maybe if you, the one problem with Justice League is that a lot of the characters were super under, underdeveloped. The villain was trash. 300 was an hour and 57 minutes. Oh, Prime. That was perfect, man. Yeah, perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'll probably watch it, but dude, I'm not going to sit there for four hours straight. Yeah, I didn't like or dislike the movie enough where I need more justification for the movie. It was just a blah movie. I don't need to rerun it back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. Four hours, dude. That's going to end up being almost as long as the entire WandaVision show, which is nine episodes, 30-minute episodes. What? I know. All right. That's so nuts. Next story. Let's see what we got. Okay, this is actually hype. Godzilla, this is also crazy because I've never seen any shit like this before. It reminds me of Netflix, actually. I'd say it would be comparable. But So HBO Max just moved up Godzilla vs. Kong to March 26. So we're two months away from this movie coming out. Not one fucking trailer. Barely a poster. Barely any sort of footage of any of this happening. What does that make you feel? Does that make you feel like it's going to be trash or what? There's nothing so far. It's two months out. You know what I mean? What's going on, Zach? You tell me. I'm confused. I don't know. It feels like just a total play to get HBO Max subscribers at this point. Two months? So it's coming out in HBO Max in America, yeah. But you have—this is fucking Godzilla, dude. So you have a massive market for that in Asia. But at the same time, if you don't market it, are they marketing it in Asia? Yeah, I think you I think you do, but usually if you're marketing a movie, you start the cycle yeah, about do six they, months. Are, are they? Are they marketing it in Asian? They haven't released a trailer yet, bro. Nothing. There were two months nowhere, away. No anywhere. Nowhere. No. Nothing. Oh. Like, I look for it every day, honestly. I'm ready. Because <laughs> it's going to be a, a huge thing. When it comes out, but they just moved that up two days ago before it was coming out in May because they moved it up two months early. That's nuts. But at the same time, people here in America were not thinking, oh shit, I can't fucking wait for Godzilla to come out checking in shit like you do, but you're not the normal person. But yes, maybe, like but my maybe, job. <laughs> but maybe, but maybe people in Asia, they're like that. The way we are for like a Star Wars film, like maybe they're like, "Oh shit, checking Godzilla." It's when's Godzilla? So maybe the people in it, maybe this is more geared towards an Asian audience. I don't know. I'm fucking spitballing here, but yeah, no, it's fine. I mean, dude, we can theorize. There's no real like. This is a. It's a very unconventional way to release your movie because it reminds me of Netflix. Because Netflix movies, they usually drop a trailer like a month or two before their movie because their whole marketing plan is on their streaming service. But this is still a movie that you're going to release in a lot of theaters. I mean, even Wonder Woman a month ago still made almost $200 worldwide. You still have to account for, you got to make money on this fucking project. Oh, so So, they're still going to release it in theaters? Yeah, worldwide because HBO Max isn't out everywhere. Isn't that crazy too that they have this product that they're putting all these fucking movies on and it's not worldwide yet. It doesn't make sense to me. Even Disney Plus is almost everywhere now at this point. It's been a year. It's been almost two years, actually. Well, no, no, no. It's been a little over a year for Disney+. Plus. It's almost been a year for HBO Max now. And they're still not everywhere. Like, there's so many big markets that don't have it yet. Just a disaster, bro. So they're going <laughs> to release on HBO Max, and they're going to release it in theaters? hmm So it will actually be in theaters in America, too, if your theater is open. But, dude, a lot of these Asian countries supposedly are doing a lot better in COVID, so... Yeah, You probably have a lot of box office potential over there, while over here you could get HBO Max. How many people are subscribed to HBO Max? I want to say the last numbers I saw were around 13 million active users. What's Netflix? I feel like Netflix is like 50 or some shit. What is it? 200 million, probably more. No fucking way, dude. That's two-thirds of America? Less well, that's worldwide users. Sorry, clarification. Oh, oh. Yeah. Netflix still, how? Because Netflix has been around, man. They've been around. Let's see. HBO Max is 13 million. Go to fucking bed. Why are people releasing shit on HBO Max? What a waste of your time. As of a week ago, Netflix has 195 million paid subscribers worldwide going into Q3. So they haven't even announced their Q4 numbers yet. It's probably over 200 million. In the US, it's 78 million. Holy mother fuck yeah disney plus is getting close to 100 million worldwide so what i'm saying is hbo max is getting smoked they got all these products that are coming out disaster bro dude they're just sticking them into the dirt why now you gotta riddle me this why do all these feature films want to be dropped on hbo max as opposed to all these other streaming services it almost doesn't even make sense to me I think, okay, so that's this is the discussion that people have been having for the past two months now. You see Christopher Nolan even coming out and talking shit about HBO Max and Warner Bros and talking about possibly leaving Warner Bros, which he's been with them since 2003 or something like that. He's been with them forever because they did this without telling anyone. The only people who knew that this was happening was the Wonder Woman crew. Everyone else, they had no say. They had no negotiations. So that's why you're seeing this kind of stuff. Because technically, even Godzilla vs Kong isn't a, isn't a completely owned by Warner Bros. It also was co funded by Legendary. They've put down seventy percent of the money, and like Dune, put they put down a lot of the money on Dune. So that's why you're probably still going to see Dune, since that's coming out way later in the year. And hopefully, the people will actually fucking get this vaccine out there, and everyone will get that shit going because it's been so terrible with its distribution so far. It's a whole different subject, but by the end of the year, they're thinking that Dune. Will probably still work out a deal where it's largely in theaters. The whole thing is, if you release it on both things, most of us are going to sit there and watch it on my screen. You know, I already have it in my living room. Yeah, why would you go to the theaters? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, if I could, but- I but some of these I would if I could. You know what I mean? But theaters are closed in SF. Everything's closed in F- SF. Warner Bros. is owned by AT and T, which owns all these things, what? and they're the ones. Yeah, yeah, bro. AT and T. The shit we got running our phones right now. They Bro, own. We need to break them, motherfucker. dude. Fuck AT and T. That's fucking. That's some conglomerate fucking monopoly bullshit, dude. They own all that shit. Mm-hmm. And so all these movies, it was their decision to say, and they own HBO Max. They own. Okay, HBO. that's what I was gonna. That's my next question. So AT and T, I was thinking AT and T must own HBO Max. Mm-hmm. That's their to. streaming service. Yeah. Okay which on their part is it's shit a good, and trash. It's it's so bad so far, right? Like you have HBO and you're fucking it all up. Un, unreal. And you got all these movies now but and they you can still make, can't get subscribers. It's insane. Why would they put these movies on HBO Max when I'm sure AT&T could make deals or I mean, they'd probably do it under Warner Bros. Warner Bros. could make deals with these other streaming services that would probably make them more money than trying to get people to come subscribe to HBO Max. It doesn't make sense to me. So this is this is where it gets... Funny story, too, is that Legendary, which they co-funded this movie, 70%. So they actually tried to shop around Godzilla vs. Kong. They tried to shop it to Netflix. Netflix offered $200 million. Warner blocked the deal. And then a week later, they announced all these movies are coming to their streaming platform for this year. So what I think is happening is that, dude, they're just losing a fuck ton of money at Warner Bros. Because Tenet flopped. Wonder Woman's a flop. Unfortunately, you know, I mean, at this point they're thinking, okay, this is a one-year thing. They keep telling everyone that this is a one-year plan for their movies and they need to get movies out. I see it from some from some points, but they didn't give anyone warning and the reason why they didn't tell any of their creators, any of these actors, anyone is because they thought the news was going to leak and they wanted to put it out there themselves. That's a bad look on them. When you don't tell your people what you're doing, they get mad at you, which is even worse than it fucking coming out. Before they wanted it. And some of these people are going to get paid, like Denzel Washington. He's got a movie that comes out. I want to say it's this week, dude. He has a movie with Gramey Malik and Jared Leto, who's playing a serial killer in it. Very fitting. Another movie coming out this week. And they have to team up with the serial killer to solve another crime. The premise is interesting. I'm probably going to watch it. Dude, this is like that fucking what's that one movie, dude. Oh, Oh, my God. Silence of the Lambs. That's total Silence of the Lambs shit, bro. You got to team up with the serial serial killer to get the serial killer. Mm -hmm. This has been done before. Why, though? Oh, dude, the script must have been bomb. You got three guys who've won Oscars right there. That's yeah, three right. Oscar winners. Let's not go down that rabbit hole. We're on this <laughs> rabbit hole <right laughs> Yeah, so that's, that's a different discussion. <laughs> we'll probably we'll probably watch the movie yeah. and think it's phenomenal. But yeah, it's been done before. It's yeah. Probably nice. But what I'm saying is a lot of these guys will get paid. And I feel like the movies at the end of the year, by that point, I feel like theaters, unless the vaccine doesn't work, a lot of those movies at the end of the year, I think are going to be fine. But stuff like, Godzilla vs. Kong, that's coming on streaming. And I honestly get it with Godzilla vs. Kong because remember, we were talking about King of Monsters, dude, was not a good movie. It was, was kind of trash. I and it, remember reviewing it and, being, and it being bad. Yeah, and it didn't make a ton of money at the box office. I think it made less than 300 million for a Godzilla movie that's pretty bad. Dude. Yeah, but that's the box office in the US. No, worldwide, I'm talking. Let me look. Let me look. Let I don't see. think so, dude. I'm going to say 250 million. But, Zach, when, when it comes down to it, these studios are making contracts with all these actors for big money, right? Because before all this COVID shit, it was big money. You know, all these actors were worth big money. But now, no one, no one's paying for the product. So are all these actors' salaries going to just fucking – because they're super inflated right now. I mean, no one fucking wants this shit that bad anymore. Our salary's going to go down? What's going to give? Something's going to give here, but... I think what you're going to see a lot more of is that instead of Christopher Nolan, for example, he gets a percentage of whatever the box office is made, but now you're just going to see these guys getting paid up front. And I think that's what's going to happen with all these actors. I think a lot of these people who are upset, they're going to pay him off, and they're just going to accept that because when you open, when you start a streaming platform, you're going to go in debt. You know what I mean? Like Disney Plus isn't even close to making their money back. And they have almost 100 million subscribers. Because, dude, you got to put out so much fucking money to get content. And so I guess I can see this as a way that you just got... Like, an investment. They're investing. Yeah. And you just got like 30 to 40 movies that are already done. Now you have premium content coming to your platform. You need to compete with Netflix. But the problem is you just fucking pissed off. All the creators, you're about to lose all these people. No one's going to want to work with you. Everyone's going to go work with Netflix. Everyone's going to go to work with Disney. You might have just lost a lot of talent. And because Warner was always seen as a place for they put creators first. That was like their thing forever. HBO Max used to have some kick-ass shit. Or I guess kind of still does, but... HBO specifically, yeah. And that's the other thing is I think they need to change the name. HBO, yeah. Well, because they rebranded as HBO Max on their streaming service. yeah. It's confusing, right? Which was kind of random. Like, why did they need to do that? It was almost unnecessary. They thought that that was going to sell the brand, but I always see HBO as sort of like this prestige thing. What really blew up HBO to another level recently was Game of Thrones, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was always a premium thing, and then they put their whole name behind that, but then you're putting all this other random shit. Like, you got, like, these random CW, DC shows, and a bunch of other trash on there, too. So it honestly dilutes the name. That what they should do is rebrand it to call it like Warner Media or something else. They shouldn't call it what it is. They need to change that. Well, I feel like what put HBO on the map though was the Sopranos, and then everyone's like, oh shit. Sopranos, The Wire, bunch of those early shows. Well, they were like, oh, pushing I guess in The everything. Wire. Yeah, The Wire. I never really watched The Wire. I just know that it was fucking big. That was like the same time as Sopranos, right? It was a I would say you'd have to look, but they probably crossed over, man. Pretty okay, so Sopranos was nineties into to 2000s, and The Wire was probably early 2000s, so there must have been some overlap. But yeah, you're right. Sopranos was one of the first shows that are like, we're going to put a fucking villain and make it the main character, and you're going to follow that person. That was the original Walter White, bro. (laughs) That was Walter White before Walter White, and that was sick, dude. I watched The Sopranos in 2018, and it still was kick-ass. Dude, I just started watching it. About a year ago, I'm I'm slowly going through it. There's a lot of episodes, man. There's like 20 episodes in the first season. I'm shit. Sure. There's a I'm lot. Real. Yeah, I know, right? And they're like 45, 50 minute episodes apiece. It took me months to get through <laughs> the first season. For real. Yeah, yeah, you got your homework to do, son. I <laughs> know, man. I'm behind. It's it's good though. I like it. It's a and especially thinking about it at the time that that came out 25 years ago, and and they had legit their. Main character choking dudes out with fucking wires and shit on screen. I was like, damn, dude, this would have been crazy back then. I'm sure they never did anything like that. And I'm correcting myself on the Godzilla King of Monsters. It made 386 million, but the budget was 170 million, bro. So that movie, is, I think that loses money. Didn't you tell me? You say, okay, so 170 million, you double it for marketing, and that's how much it probably cost. So they probably made a little bit of money. It probably wasn't fucking, that's why they made another sequel so soon. Right? Well, they always had. So they. Okay, it's interesting, man. With uh This is funny. This is a whole nother discussion. But the Monsterverse, they have a. They're basically being lent Godzilla by what's that company? Toka, Dude, I don't want to butcher their name, but they're being lent it. And they oh, have to buy. Japanese company that created it. That creates Godzilla movies. Yeah. Oh. That creates the classic ones that you think of from your childhood, the action figure ones that throwing shit around. So they're lending it. And in the contract, they have to put out a movie every couple of years. Oh. And, you know, you got the monster verse. So it's like they're trying to do the MCU thing where you everyone's doing their own universe and shit. That's interesting to me. Why would that be a stipulation in the contract? Because they want to keep Godzilla's name in there. Yeah, relevant. And so that they can sell toys and all that shit, because I'm sure they still have all the toy rights and everything. So every time these movies come out they're selling fuck ton of shit. They're still making money. The only people who are losing money are probably Warner. Warner Bros. or <laughs> legendary. Getting Dude, they're getting fucking <laughs> wrecked on this. And domestically, it made $100 million. So that's like a decent hit. But for a movie that is your big blockbuster for Warner that summer, that was one of their big movies that summer. And that, I mean, this movie made less money than Tenet. I think if you look at it in hindsight or about the same, and Tenet, released during a pandemic. Internationally, it made almost $300 And it was at the height of the pandemic. You think that was... I mean, I feel like right now, dude, we have more cases than ever, and it's winter. It's just like that was kind of like when they dude. tried to bring shit back, and then it picked up... I don't know, man. Oh, we got the vaccine right true, now. True. and you're Right, and you're right. Good point. <laughs> I don't know. It's different. Like a, <laughs> Once shit starts getting rolled out faster, it'll, I, I don't know. Maybe you're right. Yeah, maybe you're right. It does kind of seem like Almost there's fucking no end inside. They keep fucking... (laughs) They keep fucking up. And they like, dude, in California the other day, I was looking at the stat. We only had 25% of the vaccines distributed. How the fuck, dude? What are we doing with these things? Yeah, what are you doing? If people don't want them, then give them to the next person. I don't understand dude i also heard a thing that all these motherfucking rich motherfuckers are just getting it to the head of the line dude yeah of course because they got connects it's fucking bullshit fuck these bullshit. guys dude that's all the actors and shit we're talking about so i don't feel bad for any of these guys oh man your movie gotta go to HL max fuck yeah, you, dude. yeah go fuck yourself how about that guy you're still gonna get paid shut up yeah, so we don't feel bad, but exactly pandemic. They ain't even felt no pandemic, fucking right, bitch ass, motherfuckers. <laughs> fucking Bruce Willis walking into buildings the other day like idiot. You <laughs> see that shit what? too? Well mask, was like he was like harassing this worker about wearing a mask. Like, bro, come on, dude. Leave this poor guy what alone. A fucking jackass, dude. What a jackass just with too much money. Bro, this guy's working for fucking minimum wage. Shut your fucking bald ass mouth. Fucking work off those bitch titties, fucking Bruce Willis. Because we all know you have them now. You ain't fucking Die Hard. I know, man. This motherfucker's talking about making another one. It's like you ain't no Die one Hard. You fucking see that shit. You fucking try hard, bro. Especially now. Boner. Oh, yeah. Oh. So what do we got? That was a good little discussion there. At the end of this whole Godzilla thing, what I'm saying is that probably by the time this podcast comes out, whenever that is, I'm expecting there's either going to be a trailer already out, or it's going to be coming here within. The next week or two, you know, I mean, they have to get that shit going because marketing cycles for movies. If you're coming out in theaters, usually take six months. They usually start that shit six months for a, for like a first trailer. You know what I mean? A first trailer. We saw the first trailer for Batman already. So that means they're four months behind. That's what you're saying <laughs> they might be even more than that for a T. Te- OK, for just a teaser trailer. But you, but you said it's two months from releasing. Yeah, it's two months from releasing right now. Two months. Yeah. So what's the strategy here? Remember Dune? When did that first Dune teaser come out? And no, obviously, like I a get ago. a couple months ago now at this point, I think. Is but like a couple months ago, I think so, dude. Yeah. Probably October. <laughs> Damn, dude. <laughs> <I> fucking, <laughs> it came out right dumb after dumb. the Batman one. It came out right after the Batman one. They were, they didn't drop it at the same time. And I get, I get why some of these aren't like that movie may have put that shit on hold forever because I'm sure they had to do a lot of extra stuff with the CGI and make it look really good and sell it. But also because you don't know when your movie is actually going to come out in a pandemic. They probably put 200 million into that movie and you really probably need to start kicking up the marketing. Something like Mortal Kombat, I already expect that shit to be trash. And we've already seen a first (laughs) look at it. Wait, have we? Fuck, dude. They just dropped some pictures. Oh, that's why. (laughs) Because I ain't seen shit. (laughs) Dude, come on, dude. A Mortal Kombat movie might be kick ass. Who's in it? I don't know, dude. I don't know who's in this movie. <laughs> I don't oh, know, Birds. <laughs> the guy from The Raid, bro. That movie I was telling you about. The Raid? I ain't seen it. Oh, you'll like The Raid, man. It's straight action for an hour, hour and a half. It's just these, cop, these cops trying to break into this Kingpin's building that he has paid off everyone in the building and so they're just trying to fight off everyone to get to the top of this tower, dude. <laughs> it's like, how can, you're playing King of the Castle. <laughs> yeah, dude. And That's they're just They're just doing some sort of fighting style kung fu shit. Kung fu shit, bro. (laughs) All the way up, man. It's it's crazy. So you should watch. It's on HBO. No, sorry. It's not HBO Max. I think it's on Amazon Prime for free. I I know you would like this movie. I watched it for the first time probably like two weeks ago. And it just gets right into it. Straight action for an hour and a half. But anyway, a couple actors from that are in this. And I think they did take some of the stunt guys for this movie. But dude, I don't know, man. Mortal Kombat just comes off. Well, wait, I'll wait until we see a trailer. I'll there's wait so until much I see cool shit like you could do with Mortal Kombat. Yeah, as long as the kills are crazy. Yeah, the possibilities are endless, dude. With yeah, Mortal that's Kombat. a good point. I shouldn't completely write it out, but I remember watching the first Mortal Kombat when I was a kid and I thought it was a horrible movie. The one from the 90s. Oh, I never, I never watched that. I just only played the game. Mm-hmm. Just with that concept, there's so much cool shit you could do with it is just yeah. how I feel. Good point. Okay, we can't write that off. Oscar Isaac, officially Moon Knight. Ethan Hawks can be the villain. Any excitement for you with that? Don't really even know who Moon Knight is, huh? I was about to say Moon Knight. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a time of year? (laughs) That's okay. We can can move on from that then. Who is Moon Knight? Well, just tell me since we're fucking talking. I'd compare him to a Batman character. He's a rich dude, but this guy's actually insane. He's got three different personalities going on. He thinks that he has been blessed by a moon god with superpowers. It's kind of a situation where he may have actually gotten these superpowers or he's just absolutely batshit and has all these different personalities. One of his personalities, he's a cart cab driver. One, he's this billionaire dude. And I can't remember his third personality. That's what the show's going to be. Apparently, it's going to explore his mental illness and all that, which sounds almost too much for Disney+. Plus. We'll see. Yeah, it sounds like Disney Plus isn't gonna explore that concept as in depth as it seems it needs to be explored. Bro, that sounds like some Travis Bickle bullshit crazy motherfucker, dude. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Like He's it needs rated. to be like some rated R shit. He sounds nutso. And we know that they're gonna do that. They just announced that Deadpool for sure is gonna be rated R, the next one, Deadpool three rated R. So Yeah, but if they didn't do the next Deadpool rated R, come on. Yay. Trash, right? Like throw yeah. it away. It just wouldn't make sense. <laughs> it has to be radar. You can't. Yeah. You can't go back after it was already that. After you know? yeah. Let's see. Chris Evans is in talks to return as Captain America. He denied it though. He's lying. Already though, bro. See, you know what is funny is the other day I told Ross within ten years. Ten years. I was like within ten years Robert Downey Jr. is gonna come back as Iron Man. Hundred percent. This fool is coming back in one year. He's already back, dude. It's not even a break. <laughs> no, that was 2019, right? Oh fuck, you right. So maybe t- <laughs> two, two years. years. Almost two years. Not even two years. Yeah, that's a good point. Fair. But still, dude, it's not even that long. Oh, look who it is. What the, what the fuck? fuck? <laughs> There's been zero one division talk. It's all good, bro. Nothing happened. Don't yell at us, dude. We're just talking about how anime has way too many episodes. Yeah, we are talking about how fucking shitty anime is, dude. Anime is amazing. Don't <laughs> disrespect. The disrespect. <laughs> All right, fellas. So we can start. We got Ross here now. We can do this. So we're talking WandaVision today. Chapters one and two. Do you guys think that the people inside this world are it's projections the theories, of WandaVision? <laughs> straight to the theory. Do you think they're projections of her mind or do you think they're real people that are like trapped in this world that she made? Could be way wrong, but it seems to me that she's got control of like a town. She's got some sort of dome on it and you see moments where characters sort of snap out of it for a second. Like in this episode specifically, it's the whole sitcom style, but then there's one point in the show where it switches to like first person camera perspective. It takes out of the sitcom part. And even her accent changes a little bit. And the girls like, stop doing this. You know, uh, Eric Foreman's mom was saying that to her. And that person was choking. Because I think that maybe she was the one who was choking her. If I'm basing it, comparing it to the comic book storyline, which was like House of M, in House of M, she's manipulating the world. Oh. This seems like it's drawing on that. But it also seems like, you know, in the first episode, they have they show that outside world stuff watching her through the TV. So she's maybe projecting this shit. But the thing for me too, is that it's like this girl's from Slovakia or some shit. When would she ever had time to watch all these old ass sitcoms? I didn't even know what the fuck these things were. You know what I mean? 50s and shit. And so maybe there's some, maybe there's something going on on each side that she's lost her stuff, but they've helped her project this world around it a little bit. But I don't know, man. It definitely feels like people are in control, but not everyone. Like, this girl right here who hops in, she seems like she could even be a character that is coming in to manipulate her, that she realizes oh, she's in this vulnerable state. She could be another villain trying to come in and, and, and control and her. Keep her in that zone. Either keep her in that zone or, like, work on trying to manipulate her to use her for her advantage. I don't even think that this, this could not even be a girl, you know what I mean? That could be, like, a villain, a Commanded. man in a girl's body. But, the girl yeah. from Step Brothers, I, I, that, you know the the her girl. name Agnes. I saw that theory online, but I'm not sure where does that come from. Which which theory about Agnes being a villain or like trying to keep her there? I don't know what villain it would be. I've I didn't even look into that. I just think that like she acts different than a lot of these people. It almost seems like she knows something yeah. is up, and some of the things that she says, some of the dialogue and stuff. I was thinking that, okay, a lot of these people are probably being controlled by her, but she seems like someone who knows what's going on and is in the world, maybe trying to manipulate her, take advantage of her. And I didn't really think that until the second episode. I just think that like, she seems so different than a lot of the characters. What, how she's trying to get her to go to Dottie's house and shit and to fit in or whatever and stuff like that? or Even some of the dialogue, man. She says something like Devil, devil's in the details. Like she's, she's hinting at something else. Going on. That's what I like about this show. It's, That's an episode two. There's a just a lot of layers to it, it seems like. There's a lot of stuff hidden beneath the dialogue. I think Vision's 100% dead in a, in a projection. Wait, what made you say that? I don't know, man. When we saw this fool's head get crushed by Thanos. So I think he's some sort of projection of her mind. She maybe is controlling a lot of people, but he is created by her mind. She's powerful enough to do that. Yeah, I think she created this whole world to some extent, but I'm not sure exactly w- how she created it. But I think before this, the show came out, I, I kind of stopped watching clips and stuff because I wanted to go into it a little more raw. And I thought that this whole show, this all took place in the moment that Thanos or Wanda killed or destroyed Vision's Mindstone because all the energy that was released, I was thinking that, that created some kind of opportunity for her to create her own universe, which they could live in. But now that we're in it, it feels like something different. It feels like because there's people watching from the outside and shit. And it seems like it's further past that. Yeah, this seems post-Endgame, man. This seems like she's she came out. She was pissed. She was trying to kill Thanos. She's lost her brother in the past couple of years. She just lost her guy. She's pissed off. And she lost her shit. And she's now projected herself into some sort of world. They're watching her to make sure she doesn't go crazy, but then they also sent Monica Rambo in, the black woman, to maybe try to snap her out of it too, because she's a superhero too. Low key. In the second episode. Wait, a superhero? Does she display powers? Or are you just saying Monica Rambo, yeah. They already confirmed that's her and she's a superhero in Marvel whatever canon, comic canon. Yeah, but she She's the little girl from Captain Marvel. I know. I just, I'm just saying she hasn't shown any powers or anything. Oh, whoa, really? Or is she kind of a, a Black Widow type? Yeah. The thing is, though, Luke or Ross, she's not showing powers because I think that she, they sent her into this world, but then she got trapped in it, too. Because remember the part where she says, Wanda asks her, who, what is her name? She's like, who are you or whatever. And she didn't know who she was at that beginning. She did not know who she was until Wanda touched her hand. When Wanda touched her hand, she remembered her name was whatever, something that's not actually even her name. So that's another thing that I think that she's controlling people low-key. There's been little things, little hints that she's been doing that. Even the guy who was choking, dude, she was pissed. She clearly looked at him and was mad. And then the guy started choking. Yeah, that's because was that because he was being a dick to vision or because she knew him from... real universe he was asking questions that she didn't want to answer okay yeah yeah right yeah he was he was at yeah yeah he was picking her brain with some stuff make this little toaster stuff too it's cool these commercials man i think there's a lot more hidden layers especially in the little commercials that they have throughout this one had the toaster from stark and it's beeping and that reminds me of like didn't her parents died in an explosion right and that's the only red Part Like, you see little parts where red stuff is is poking out from real life. Things that are I'm assuming are triggers to what happened to her in real life. I don't know what the helicopter... The symbol, I, I figured out what the symbol was after I looked into it, but I don't know what the helicopter means. Do you guys have theories? What? The helicopter symbol? I don't remember that, honestly. Helicopter symbol. I think it's episode two. There's a part where there's a helicopter in her yard, and it's red. And there's only been two times up until when she... she goes out and grabs that out of the bush? Yeah. But when she holds it up, it has a symbol on it, which is a organization that is basically the next... It's sort of like S.H.I.E.L.D., but it's meant for cosmic entities and stuff. It's called S.W.O.R.D. or something like that. I can't remember what it stands for, but it's basically like a S.H.I.E.L.D. thing. So that's probably the organization that is sort of keeping tabs on her. And I think they're trying to get in there and snap her out of it because at the very end of the episode, they have that beekeeper dude who pops up and then she says no, rewinds all that shit. So maybe they somehow... She's closed off. Maybe there was a helicopter that tried to get in, crashed, and she turned it into a little toy. And maybe they tried to come up through the sewer. They're trying to get into this sort of like dome that she's made or world that she's made. And then she just rewinds it, starts over. She just keeps them at bay, basically. Yeah, that makes sense. So that was what was causing the tree branches to hit the window was a helicopter coming down and then the wind pressure pushing down, making the branches bang up against her house. Oh no, I don't remember. I mean, I don't. No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just randomly theorizing. How did that helicopter get there? We don't know. Yeah, I don't think there's any real evidence. Well, what was causing the branches to? You talking about when the stuff's scratching on our window? Oh, yeah. I don't know, dude. Who knows? Just I thought that was just kind of like a TV trope for one of these old shitty TV shows mm-hmm. from the 50s, yeah. 60s. Uh, that's why I liked. I I liked the dialogue too. It made it made fun of the laugh tracks. I feel like, and it yeah. made fun of the. Just uh, writing for a lot of those shows. The laugh tracks. So those weren't actually ra- laugh tracks. I don't think. Well, they might have been, but they actually filmed all these first two episodes in front of studio audiences, which that's very different than anything they've done within the Marvel Universe. Yeah, dude, I like this show. It's unique from the Marvel Universe, like we talked about. Obviously, there's other stuff like it, but. Yeah, it also seems like Vision doesn't want to piss off Wanda. Maybe he's even scared of her a little bit. I don't know. You know, I, just the way that he acts about her right now. He's usually very poised and shit in the movies we've seen. Yeah, he's very certain of what he wants to do. Normally, he's he's a robot and yeah, he fucked up Ultron. No problem, dude. <laughs> strong, strong boy. I don't know. What do you think, Luke? I forget. There's something Ross said that I disagree with. The uh, laugh tracks or making fun of the old. 50 show oh yeah yeah I feel I feel like they weren't making fun of it I feel like they were just kind of utilizing it yeah that's her world right now it's not like they're making fun of it they're just utilizing it for for what she's fucking doing there's some dialogue in there though that was kind of pointing at how those shows put women and men into roles basically that were representative of that time and I feel like there's some dialogue in there that was kind of exposing that or being like, oh, maybe this is wrong. Like what? I'd say yeah, like in some ways, but I don't know if that's... They're just doing it so that it was like that. You know what I mean? Like they made some jokes about having sex and shit and supposed to be a PG show. And people did that back then. <laughs> they just let them get away with that kind of stuff for for that target demographic. Yeah. Huh. Even this girl showed up out of nowhere with the pineapple. Oh, and how she kept barging into their house when she's making dinner and she's like, hey, do you need the lobster? Hey. Yeah, I just... The, Things that she's doing, man. She knows. She knows something. It just seems like something's up with her, man. That's true. She she plays along with it way too well. She plays along with it way too well. Mm-hmm. The scene at the dinner table where he's like, "What's your story? What's your fucking story? What's the damn story?" He gets like mad at him <laughs> about it, and then she starts choking him. Like, yeah, damn bitch, Wanda, don't fuck around. I know that was the best part of. this. That that part of this episode was where I was like, oh, shit, okay, something's really uh, going on underneath all this because the whole camera angle switched. Everything changed in this scene. It was so different than everything else in the episode. And then, of course, the end, too, where you see someone's literally watching what's happening. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I'm thinking maybe Wanda created her own pocket universe. So just like a little pocket within the universe that's a different dimension. And S.W.O.R.D., From what you were telling me, it seems like S.W.O.R.D. is trying to monitor that universe and send operatives in and maybe try to pull Wanda back to reality. Bring her out. Yeah, before she fucks everything up, opens up the multiverse or whatever she's going to do next. Well, Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness. What we do know is that this this show directly connects to Doctor Strange and it directly connects to Spider-Man 3. And we know we've been talking about all this shit that's Spider-Man 3 multiverse. Uh, Doctor Strange clearly is going to have multiverse with that title. So something's going to happen. But I, it feels like that they're trying to contain her. Maybe she's still on that MCU Earth or whatever, you know, right now, but there's, she's manipulating something somewhere in it and they're monitoring her. But I feel like girl sure? Agnes could be someone else too. I, I, this is my theory. I don't know for sure. I don't fucking know. Like I, I don't know. Oh, fuck, dude. What was that Hydra reference in the second one? There was a Hydra reference. It was in the commercial. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the commercial, that made me think it was like kind of farther back. Ooh, that's a good point. Because like if they're referencing Hydra, maybe Hydra's having. So what so I'm saying, what if what if Hydra is trying to infiltrate this too and and sort of take advantage of her. Yeah. Because she has roots with Hydra. Oh, they name-dropped. I remember what you're talking about now. They, like, name-dropped that one Strider or Striker or whatever, the guy that originally brought her in. Strucker, that was it. They name-dropped him, right? I don't and know. Look it the, up, Ross. On the product, you know what I'm talking about? On the, on the watch, it was like, this is a Hydra project. And like, or it was like, this ugh, Oh, the watch yeah, so you are talking was, about. It, it's that it. they were saying, you have to get for your husband. In the yeah. commercial... There's little, there's little stuff in these commercials that are world building. So what if the commercials are, what if the commercials are things that are like, so the first one we were talking about the bomb, the Stark with the bomb, that one's Hydra. Like those are two parts of her life, and every commercial it does a little tie back to like a major event in her life. Oh, maybe, yeah. Okay, yeah. She could, if this is a world that she creates too, she could be pulling in different elements from different parts of your life. Exactly like Zach was saying. Yeah. It's interesting though. You guys, uh, the first time I, when I watched the first episode, when I first watched it, I was like, okay, that's it. You know? <laughs> and then I watched the second one the next day and I was like, okay, I like where this is heading now. This is world building. It's, it's a lot different. There's clearly a lot more going on underneath it all. You, know? There's more theorizing for sure. Way more we can, there's more to like, try to anticipate and figure out than there is, per se, Mandalorian. Yeah, and this show is perfect. Perfect for the week-by-week week schedule. Yeah, I think it was good that they dropped two episodes at once, too. I I'd feel like I would have not been as hooked if that was just the first episode and then you had to wait the next week for that next one. That was good that they did those back-to-back back or dropped them both at once. This part, too, dude, where it zooms out and then you realize, like, oh, shit, man, something's going on. There's the symbol again. There's the, there's the symbol on the computer. Yeah, dude. on the left the in the screen. Sw- yeah. Dude, that symbol pops up like a shit ton in both of the episodes. Wait, where is it at? Where is that symbol at? Luke, look up sword symbol, Marvel, because I'm pretty sure this is what it looked like to me. I guess it's been referenced in something else. Sentient world observation response department. Yeah. So what does that that means? Like aliens, then right? Whereas Shield would be on Earth and then this would be yep yep Yeah. why isn't shield watching her not i don't know you know i don't i don't know what happened with shield maybe shield doesn't exist anymore because we're now in year 2023 it's after end game there's different organization maybe that sort of developed out of it i don't know but what i do know is that shield or sorry when i looked into sword usually sword is an x-men thing which is interesting cuz now they have the rights to use that Oh. It was a twenty two minute episode. Yeah, let's see, like, dude, if that was the first episode and that was it, I've been like, what dude? <laughs> yeah. Plus another thing that I noticed is the credits are long as fuck in this. I know I didn't I didn't actually watch either of the end credits all the way to the end. I mean I watched the the part that has the animations and stuff behind it. I watched it there because I was waiting to see if there's an end credit in MCU fashion. But uh I got cucked. Did you watch that little video clip that I sent you with that that animation that someone made like three years ago? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to shoot them a message and see what they think. Because, dude, it looked so much like what they used in the opening credits. Yeah, the B- Bewitched mm-hmm. stuff. And that guy is like a designer in the community. I, I don't think it would be that crazy if someone saw that, you know, and ripped that a little bit, dude. It, well, they were, they were going to like sort of riff off Bewitched anyway, but... That shit was so like even the designs looked similar. Yeah, maybe they just saw it and then pitched it at a script a script writing or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have any more thoughts on the first episode while we're waiting? No, I think I got everything out. <laughs> yeah, it was short. It was like I liked it. Yeah, it was set the it set the world, and there was a good tease at the very end of like okay something more is going on and she kind of lost her shit so it's like there's something more going on here. Yeah. I also like the themes of identity that this show has, like struggling with keeping your identity versus losing it to gain societal status or whatever, whatever Hmm. it may be, or to advance your career. They kept saying, oh, we just have to be ourselves. And then, well, maybe we shouldn't be ourselves and we could go get further. (laughs) Right. Well, they've, they've never been able to be themselves, right? They were even like in hiding and before Infinity War, they were in hiding. Yeah, that's why she didn't even have her accent then. Cause she was like, undercover, exactly. And m- see, this scene right here was so it felt so out of character—not out of character, I guess—but they are both superheroes, man. I know y- you're right, but I kind of just chalked it up to them being inside of this fucking delusion. Yeah, this part, dude. They're like all freaked out, and it feels. Because these guys are fucking tough dudes, you know, both of them. Yeah, but they're tough dudes. But I'm, it's... Not, I'm not even critiquing. I'm not critiquing. Sorry, I'm just saying. I don't know what I'm even saying. It was surprising. It wasn't surprising for me. They switched the camera angle here, too, for like that split second. That weird 45-degree angle on them. It's all close. Never seen that. Right. This intro was super reminiscent of back in the day. My mom all, had all these VHSs of fucking Bewitched. And this was like reminding me exactly of fucking The Bewitched. This was really cool. Like it was like a little cartoon. I thought this was sweet. I hope they do some cool ode intro in every episode going forward that they're doing with sitcoms. Because apparently they're doing sitcom style stuff through the ages, all the way up until episode six, and then I don't know what's going to happen after that. But I like this. This was really cool. I was trying to even watching here right now. I'm trying to see what's the hints. Who was the black guy? You know, who was cutting the who was trimming up the stuff? We have never seen that character yet. Is that her boyfriend? Yeah. We. What do you mean? Well, he. We hadn't seen him yet until this show. Oh, is he in it? I can't remember. Maybe I'm forgetting. Is that her husband? Agnes's husband? No, come on, guy. He's the the head of the um. That little uh, group, I, I can't remember, we'll see when it, because this is the episode where I fell asleep and then I watched it one time. I haven't actually, I've watched the first episode three times now, I haven't seen this one more than once. Oh. Even, dude, even the thing on the door though, that looks like his head exploding when they ripped out the... The Mind stone? Yeah, on the door. <laughs> dude, that looks like his dome, dude. Oh yeah, kind of. On the Cabinet of Illusions or whatever. You know what we haven't talked about yet? Elizabeth Olson. Elizabeth Olsen. Fine as hell. God damn, dude. Episode one when she's in that fucking nightgown. Fuck me up, daddy. <laughs> outshining her sisters, that is for sure. I wonder if they're going to do a deep cut reference to Full House, man. Like it's a sitcom. Yeah, her sisters had the major come up, but she's she's outshining them. I don't know about that. Do you think they're going to keep with this same style of this 60s, 70s kind of sitcom? Or are they going to switch up the style? Like you were saying, I guess you're... that's that's what it's gonna be like yeah so i think they're gonna progress Uh, from what i remember reading i only think the first two episodes are really the black and white episodes and then they go into the whatever next 80s i guess maybe 70s oh okay so that's what happens definitely definitely because we saw at the end of episode two everything goes color and it had the oh yeah right it looked like the same color palette is like 60s or 70s show right they rewinded it i forgot when she said nope rewinds it yeah so they're gonna go through i know at one point they're gonna do something with malcolm in the middle but what if they did shit with full house though like i don't know it'd be kind of funny like full circle shit for her probably oh dude that that's actually pretty dude this is a good fucking show if they view that shit. Because this is like a total Bewitched reference. Because in Bewitched, is a chick with witch powers. You know, but it's like a total goof. The shit that she does, it's her and her husband. Her, her husband's super smart. But at the same time, she has powers and makes shit kind of interesting. And they live in this kind of bland town. And then whatever the next episodes are will be... This is why I like these two so much. Because it was Ode to Bewitched. And my mom fucking loved Bewitched. And we had like... All these bewitched VHS on TV and I was just like, damn, bro, there's hella parallels and I kinda liked it. It was kind of interesting and cool. And then I knew at the same time that like whatever was happening on, on the surface obviously wasn't What was actually happening? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Which is why I liked it. It's super it's super fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Remember even in this scene, too, this might be the scene where she cuts her hand and there's red blood there for a second. Yeah. And yeah. then she touches her again and everything goes back to normal. She forgets about it. Yeah. Bro, she's totally manipulating all these people, except for maybe Agnes. So what Ross was saying is whats is what you're thinking, where all these people are just kind of getting man- manipulated. Mm-hmm. They were unlucky and were in the city that she decided to take over. Yeah. When I was first watching this, I was kinda of thinking that this felt kinda of like a dream state. But now that we're rewatching and you guys are telling me your theories, I yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. That's, That's another thing I was of- thinking of watching this show is this show does make me excited for the MCU again. Cause there was a long spell after endgame where that Martin Scorsese stuff came out and it's a bunch of negative momentum against the MCU. Fuck the MCU. It's destroying the cinemas. But they, I don't know. This just has me excited yeah. for the MCU this is, again. This is <laughs> fucking legit for sure. <laughs> yeah. We haven't even seen any of the superhero shit really. And they, they're they saying that that's coming. There's superhero stuff that's going to happen is what Paul Bettany keeps saying. Yes. Battles and shit. So it's going to, it sounds like, it just seems like it's going to keep doing the sitcom stuff, but at some point it's going to turn into this whole other fucking thing. It's going to be back MCU, crazy stuff like that. So, oh, this guy, here he is. That's who you were talking about. It was trimming. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, dude. Oh, Ross from Friends is in this too. You guys notice that from Friends? I don't even the guy oh, with the mustache. Oh shit, dude! I didn't even realize that. Oh fuck. Yeah, that's. Are you sure that's him? Like Ross Geller? I don't. I don't think that's him. Is who is it? That? I don't know who he is because Paul Bettany said before he said there's gonna be somebody in the episode that you're gonna see that you're not gonna have expected and then i saw that guy and i was like oh that's the person it's ross from friends but he was in the first episode he's the guy who got fired remember oh no no no. i don't think that's him that's not him no that reference could be about i honestly think that shit has he ever worked with has he ever worked with benedict cumberbatch because maybe he did they must have both been in endgame or sorry they must have both been in infinity war I just heard you say that, Ross, and I got hyped up, but uh, I don't know, bro, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I got a, I got a better look on his face, I don't think it's him. Because that would have been like this massive shit you would have seen trending and people would have been talking about that on the internet, I think. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. I Yeah, he could have worked with Benedict Cumberbatch on Avengers, but... Also, there's a lot of actors on that movie that they could be in the same scene and not even meet up with each other just right. because of how they film those like massive movies. The thing, but the thing is, they were all at the end scene. Remember, they were all when they were fighting Thanos. So that's true. I don't think it's him then. Well, except for Vision. Except for Vision, it's going to be Vision. Wasn't be- in that. The way that the way that he sounded when he said it, it sounds like it was like an idol for him. Even so, it's probably gonna be some old sitcom legend who's gonna pop up in one of these episodes. It was Frankie Muniz? <laughs> oh, dude, I'm so down. I love Frankie Muniz. I need that guy. All right, I'm looking out for Frankie Muniz now. <laughs> that don't hold me on that one. I'm that, that ain't <laughs> like a real prediction. I feel it. I feel it. You feel it, Luke. I feel the immune is. I never watched Malcolm in the Middle, so that one, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I never really watched Malcolm in the Middle either, but I did watch Clockstoppers <laughs> and Big Fat Liar. And Big Fat Liar, bro. Classic movie. Paul Giamatti. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> is that the right one? Big Fat Liar? <laughs> That's yeah, a great movie. He's like a movie producer or some shit? Yeah. Wait, yeah. And, and he turns blue? Wait, am I fucked up? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, he gets paint dumped on him. And <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that was a total fucking movie from my. Our- oh my god, dude. In this scene right here, it goes out of character again. She's like, but I assure you I don't mean any harm. And the girl says point blank to her, I don't believe you. And then weird shit happens again because she's it's she doesn't have control anymore. Yeah, and she totally looks vulnerable too. And then the radio starts Yep, yep. yep. Yeah, they're trying to talk to her again to snap her out of it, man. And then she like what you're saying is Wanda is losing mental control. She's losing focus and Dottie starts to slip out of her grasp right there. Well, that person, anytime someone questions her, really, she touched her right there. Back to normal. Yep. Every time someone questions her, yep, yeah. At yeah, first, I didn't know if someone was controlling her, but I, I, think it's that she is in control, and they're worried that she's yeah. gonna snap into another level of this shit. This scene too. What is this? this is this the one with the Hydra reference? And his Strucker, right here. Yep, this is it. Yeah, Strucker Hydra. Yeah, dude. There's a lot of little things going on in the show, man. They're so quick sometimes that I didn't even catch that. Yeah, that ain't Ross. That that ain't him for sure. I've seen him too much now that no. her fit though, dog. I, he kind of looks like him. Yeah. Her fit. You're yeah. right. You're right. <laughs> it's not him. It's a when it's you first boring. said it, but, it was before I seen him on screen. Yeah, he's looking drunk as fuck. Man, he probably had so much fun playing this shit. Cause he said that here like, funny story actually. Or just a story around him even getting involved in this project. He said that after Infinity War, like, when his shit got ripped out of the dome, Kevin Feige had a meeting with him, and he thought he was getting fired. And then he's like, oh, no, dude, I got this whole show for you. Thought he was <laughs> done, so he's probably just having fun with this shit. That's lit. That's lit. I know. I wonder how much he got paid for this show, too. This one? I mean, if you're a—it's her show, but it's also his. You know, they're co-leads. So, probably a lot. A million. I bet he got eight— Eight or nine mil episode. What? An episode? I don't think so. Are you high? <laughs> not an episode. Weren't like the Friends actors getting paid? Towards the end, they were getting paid 10 to 15 mil an episode. That doesn't thought, fucking matter. Like but that's that. Friends, bro. Yeah, but that was no, not a your life. Completely new show. Yeah, it was after like 10 years. This is a massive budget. I, I don't know. This is like the first time he's ever been the lead of anything in the MCU. You know what I mean? He's always been a supporting character in the MCU. And this is the first time he's a co-lead. Even her, too. She's always been more of a supporting actor. we never even seen his real face till now, bro. Sorry. You <laughs> cut out. Well, Infinity War, remember, he projected. Oh, yeah, yeah. In Infinity War, remember, he had that stone on for a second. For a second in the, the very beginning. Yeah. But I bet... Both of them are making around ten million, which is a lot. That's a good check for four hours, bro. That's a lot. That's a lot. Paul Bettany is a legend, though. He has acting chops. He's a great actor for sure. He's been around forever. I would bet that's probably his biggest paycheck for a show. I'll bet money. Oh wow, yeah. What's the biggest thing that he's been in? Because he's always a supporting actor. Like he was even a supporting actor in Star Wars. That was another big franchise he's in, and. He said, even in that interview, when he said he was talking to Kevin Feige, he's like, I'm just so used to going in and getting fired that that's what I was expecting at this point. <laughs> in A Beautiful Mind. Have, have you seen A Beautiful Mind? Russell Crowe, Paul Bettany? Oh, fuck. He was in that movie. He's been in a couple of Russell Crowe movies. He was in Master and Commander, too. Oh. He was also in A Night. Dude, Tale. you know what he was in? Night's Tale. Yeah. Yeah. That was the first one I remember him in. Yes. He a drunk like this dude. Yeah, he was great in that, too. He was funny as fuck. The scene was funny. He's like, put that shit straight through his chest. Yeah. Everyone's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's acting like a drunk fool. That's funny. What would mirrors even... Yeah, you could literally put something straight through your chest. But, but even that part, when she said, shut up, Bev, she didn't even want her to draw attention to herself because she's scared. That girl was looking all, what did they just do? And then the the, the blonde chick... Is her name Dottie or whatever? She said, shut up, Bev, right under her breath to her because I don't think she wants to bring any attention to them because they're all scared of her. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. This whole part was pretty fucking funny, though. I'm really glad you liked it, man. <laughs> I, had, I had a bad feeling, man. <laughs> Zach's talking shit. <laughs> I Luke, a, I you're going to fucking hate feeling. it. Fuck you, Zach. Zach, we're not even friends, bro. You don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry I doubted you. Yeah, but... There's intrigue. There's shit happening. I've, no, yeah, totally. It's like mysterious, but at the same time, like you know something something else is going on. It's very Truman Show-like. Yep, yeah, yeah. True. yes. That's a fucking great way to put it. Yep. The scum just fucked up this guy. <laughs> Damn, you think she said string us up because of witches and shit? Maybe. There's a lot of subcontext in this show. <laughs> Might be oh, yeah, maybe. There is a lot. Yeah, God, she's yeah. so yeah. fine. Yeah. Underrated, if we're being honest. I don't think people enough people talk about her. She might be the biggest baddie in the MCU. Scarlet's dead now. so mm. Scarlett Johansson, mm. Zoe Saldana. You don't think Zoe Saldana's fine she, as hell? She's pretty, but I just see her as green. Oh, well, that's true. And bitch, please. Yeah, come on, yeah. gay. She's attractive. She's attractive, but I think... I just... I don't know, man. Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah, she's also... She's a babe. Besides ScarJo? Yeah, but she's dead, so the rankings start over. She still has another original piece of content coming out. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> Don't matter. She's dead. True. <laughs> this We're talking 2023 MCU. She ain't going to be there. <laughs> she gone. Unless multiverse or some whack-ass shit. But then Iron Man can come out. If she could come back, the Iron Man can come back. Bro, Iron Man's coming back. I already, dude, I already was talking to Luke about this at the beginning of the pod with how Chris Evans is already on his way back in. And remember when I said within 10 years and you said (laughs) no way? 10 years is so long. We're talking about one year, two years, and Chris Evans is back. Ross, Zach was bad-mouthing you because you were talking shit, bro. (laughs) About Tony Stark? Yeah, you said my Iron Man. You said that was a bad take. I got the receipts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I honestly think I've said that since we watched Endgame. I was like, "He's gonna come yeah. back." From no, the you very, even back then, I didn't say there is no possibility of him coming back, but I did say I I didn't think he's gonna come back because I think he wants to do his own original stuff or not original but new stuff. See, I like. Yeah, sorry. Just to get back on the, the I like when they do the cameras and then they make it feel. It feels more immersive when they do that sort of camera style that it takes it back into not modern. It feels more modern day. Them zooming in, not the sort of pan out. What, not the wide frame? Like this right now. Yeah. I, I needed you guys to explain this to me. What in the fuck is going on here? With the beekeeper, dude, the bee guy? Well, right there, she says no, rewinds all this shit, man. So she, I, the way I see it is what they're trying to get into this fucking dome or whatever she's built, whatever it is. But but what's the point of the beekeeper? What's the beekeeper thing? We don't know yet. What's that one horror guy's name with the hook hand? Oh, man, we got Candyman coming in now, too? Yeah. Candyman. There we go. <laughs> Candyman. <laughs> Crossover. Everyone go in your bathroom and say Candyman three times into the mirror. Candyman? Ross, is there any bee superheroes or villains that have a fuck ton of bees around them besides Candyman in the MCU? Or Marvel, I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I'm looking right now. I'm I'm doing some research. Yeah, you're totally right. So next episode they're gonna go into the color. They're gonna do and you know another thing too is all these there's all these uh what do you call it? What is a five part thing? Hexagon? Bro. A lot of hexagons. Pentagon. I don't know what that means, but they're popping up everywhere. Is that five? Pentagon is, is five. Is that Pentagon? A hexagon. Oh, is like six. in the wallpaper and shit? No, a hexagon is six. A Pentagon. Yo, this beekeeper has a. Well maybe it was a hexagon Pentagon, has look. the sword symbol on his back. He does? Oh, that's nothing. That's I watched a lot of old school shows because my mom fucking loved that. shit. so I watched like Bewitched, The Brady Bunch, old school Scooby Doo, like shit like that, dude. I watched a lot of that. Yo, go to old, old twenty nine twenty. It's a hexagon. Shit. There's been a bunch of hexagon symbols though throughout. I don't know what that means. On, on on his back? No, no, no. I'm just saying like when it closing out and it's showing them kissing and the color has bled in and it's gonna say the end. But usually when you do the end in Old t- timer shit. I feel like the ends were circular. Yeah, and this is a this is a hexagon. But they showed a hexagon a few other times in the ep- not in this episode, but the first one. I just even like the watch was shaped like a hexagon, kind of. That might just be alluding to Wanda's powers because in the comics she controls hexes, which is like a witch power. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> Look at Ross. <us. laughs> Please. Fuck me up, You're really Daddy. the Only one who has that take, and I love it. <laughs> no, no. What do you mean on the on the watch? I don't know. Maybe it's, it's not the fucking. You know what I'll do? I won't be able to find it's it. I won't watch. be able to find it like quickly, but I'll rewatch and I'll find it. There was a couple other times that there's that symbol. The watch just has like. The Hydra symbol, and then like Hydra made or whatever. It what, was the, says. what was the thing we were talking about? Sword MCU. Yeah, sword. Sword. Swords not a fucking comic book thing. Yeah, yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, they have a big base in the outer orbit of Earth. They're the shield version for space to so stop Eternals coming in, or oh, it is. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like the Justice League Watchtower. It makes sense. Oh, when I what. It's it was a comic book thing primarily, but now they've brought it over. Who is Agnes? So, is there any theories on her? We we should look into this because I know we got some fan questions too. I'm doing some research right now. What are people talking about with her? Like, what there has to be a supervillain in this shit, right? There has to be. So, who is it going to be? It's not going to be Nightmare because Nightmare's in Doctor Strange, right? That's the main villain of Nightmare, I think. We'll probably also Wanda. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but he could it could be building him up in this true show. He could be her, he could be her trying to manipulate her, which will lead into Doctor Strange. I I really yeah. feel like there's something going on with Agnes though, dude. She just seems different than all these other characters in this world. I've I've seen thumbnails of theories about Agnes and some article headlines, but I didn't click on any of them cuz I just wanted to go into this kind of fresh. I don't know, bro. I mean, dude, I don't know all the fucking deep cut and villains, so I think that's worth discussing if we if none of us know who these fucking villains are that it could possibly could be, we can talk about it. Because how are we ever gonna know anyway? I don't know shit about (laughs) I don't know all of Doctor Strange's sub villains or Wanda's sub villains or all the X-Men sub villains. If there's theories, we should look into it to just see if there's some sort of if there's any sort of villain that manipulates stuff can take on forms, then Maybe we should talk about it because I'm sure I'm going to look right now. We have like 30 questions that are in these replies and I'm sure someone's going to ask. Ask what? About what villain we think is going to like, who's the villain? You know what I mean? We're two episodes in. We don't really actually know who the villain is. Oh, the main villain. Oh, yeah. The sword thing doesn't seem like they're the villain to me. Should I start doing some fan questions while we're waiting for him? Because we can knock these out. Yeah, that's Do you guys think we're going to see? Oh, it's my boy. It's our boy, Rob. Do you guys think we're gonna see mutants introduced to m c u and WandaVision? division? Wait our boy Rob who's Rob our design- our fucking designer
1: oh roberto
0: I... rizzle Roberto oh that's yeah. why Because you always yeah. say Roberto I don't you know about Rob Bob. at work, but um no, yeah, dude, I think we're gonna see him I mean, fuck, I feel like I got spoiled on some shit, but I think we're gonna see I think we're gonna see. But, okay, here's the other thing, though. They Maybe they're not mutants, though. Maybe there isn't mutants. I think that they said eventually they're going to re- reintroduce the X-Men, but that, I don't know. I'm going to say, yeah. I'm going to say, yeah, I think they're going to reintroduce villain, or sorry mutants in this show. I feel like they're going to introduce mutants at the end, end yeah, of the show. Or somewhere in the second half. They're going to need to introduce the mutants in order to pull Wanda out of this, is what it seems like. Yeah, I don't know how—that's going to be interesting to see how they pull out of this. Because what if she just goes full villain by the end of it, dude? She can't handle reality because she's building up this reality. Like, she's about to have these kids now that are not going to be real. And she's going to lose her kids that aren't real. She's going to lose her man who's already dead. She's going to— That's what she does in the comics, right? She goes full crazy? She goes full crazy because I think her kids die. And so she makes this reality and destroy... She kills all the mutants, though. Or she gets rid of all the mutants. In this... This is from Ashley. Out, It's just out Ashley. Her... Comment is that in the second episode, Vision says that he's an illusion. Could he be stating that he's an illusion and isn't real? Honestly, that's a good catch. I don't I don't even think oh, I Oh, I didn't what? That's good. That is good. Dude, he's not real. See, this is just that's <laughs> probably when he was doing the show. Yeah, doing the magic. i all character. an illusion. I could totally see him saying that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's good, a good one. That's a good catch. Fuck yeah. So many little details like that, man. The show yes. is good. There's so many like yeah, little double entendres, <laughs> like totally yeah just there's a bunch of stuff people saying the same like they think that she's creating her own reality yeah um but do people say whether she's taking because you guys think she's taking over like a town do people say she's creating like an imaginary universe or do people say she's creating taking over an area kind of like you guys are thinking well yeah. where she's taking over minds and, and trapping people I, I would say that what i'm reading is that what it all could be an under the same thing that we're all thinking that she's creating her own reality, whether it's an alternate reality or if it's on earth and it's sort of like in this bubble, the people that I'm reading aren't specifying. They're just all saying, do you think that it's some sort of alternate reality or if it's yeah, if she's making it? And yeah, I think we all oh. think that at this point there's something that she's controlling, but maybe it's not only her, you know what I mean, like it feels like she's being yeah. being influenced a little bit, but. Clearly, at the end of that episode, she said no, rewinded it. So she seems like she's really in control to me. Yeah, totally. This is why I think you guys are right. Because, Dude, I didn't even fucking think of this until we started talking because in the first episode, he's choking. She keeps choking, and she's finally like, help him, Vision, and he lives. And in the second episode, oh, wait, wait, wait. If he's not even real— it's really just her helping him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, dude. Even deeper. Yeah, so you're right. It's like an extension of her own mind helping this dude. And then every other time we've seen where she touches someone, she's putting it back on oh, that spell under him again. Even like the beginning, of the mom, that semi show mom, it felt like she was talking directly to her when she was like, Why are you doing this? or stop doing yeah. this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, dude, exactly. Like, it was just over and over. Why are you doing this? Stop doing this. It was so eerie, dude. It, w- it was creepy, man. This show is almost like yeah, a horror show. Low key. It's it's totally Truman vibes, too. The Yeah, man, I like it, you know? Like, especially when I got into the second episode and I really felt like, okay, I get what the concept they're doing. This is interesting. This is kind of fresh feeling. It's new. The is back, but it's different. That's what they got to keep doing. And that's what kind of makes me excited for even some of more of their upcoming shows is that, it feels like they're trying to do different stuff now that they've done their big event with Endgame. And now you have to keep doing other stuff because you're never going to be able to top that event. Yeah, which is cool because now, you know, this entire multiverse opens shit, you know, like shit up that you wouldn't even think of. Yeah, like when did we ever really ever think that we were going to see three Spider-Man. I mean, that not saying that is confirmed to happen or anything, but the possibility is so on the wall it could definitely happen where this show is heading and this show could be the thing that makes that happen that's fucking crazy yeah yeah that brings like the comic the comic Mm -hmm. book universe of all these different multiverses happening yeah that's what keeps you interested that's the next thing to keep us interested in this in the marvel universe totally Mm -hmm. yeah everyone was just there's a lot of questions like what do you think about the guy in the b-suit i feel like we answered that should a piece of gum yeah. really mess Vision up that much? Oh, dude, it's a I fucking... I don't know. It's yeah, an it's illusion, fucking, bro. Yeah, yeah like, he's an illusion. It's a sitcom illusion. Like, this you boy know. has superpowers, man. Fucking, does any of that shit seem real? Who knows? I don't got an answer. That was from... Yeah. Will Palo Congas. Bacalangas. Will Palo Congas. <laughs> I have a question. What the fuck is going on in this series? <laughs> very <laughs> honest. From Craig. That sounds like something I'd ask. <laughs> well, you see, WandaVision is using, Wanda's using her reality manipulating powers to distort the fabric of time and space. And she's working with Sword and Shield and uh, Nicholas Cage, <laughs> and they're going to seal the Declaration of Independence. My take is Wanda is in some sort of mental facility and she's being experimented on. See, that still could be a thing, but I honestly, and like maybe they're trying to get her to rewind so that they can keep studying her. That'd be why you'd pop in and try, but But that would be so. I don't know. It feels that feels dangerous to try doing that. She's clearly fucking powerful as hell. But at the same time, if she's in this total dream state, like creating her own fucking reality, why would they want to wake her from this? Why would they want to jostle her out of this? Wouldn't they want to just keep her there? Yeah, it seems like more like it's something she's doing to herself. What's the gumption for them to try to get her keep her in that? Yeah, to no to snatch her out of this because it seems like they're trying to get her out of it, and but she wants to stay in it. Yeah, okay, sorry. I guess I was thinking it backwards what you said. I would say that they want her out of it because you clearly can see that she is getting stronger. This is a new ability to her. I mean, she I don't like we saw in Endgame. She leveled up, man. She was taking it to fucking Thanos, bro. She could have. She was she was beating him. She beat him basically. This dude had to take down his entire fleet just to take her out she's pissed now she's in this weird her her skills are leveling up man like she's getting stronger so i would try to get her out of her if you could if you could ease her out of it you know if you could take her out of it in a way but maybe it almost seems now dude if they're sending dudes in in full fucking suits in some crazy way through the sewers and shit to get to her then maybe they're getting even desperate at this point they're like we need to get her out of this because something's gonna happen yeah how are they accessing this world though I'm a bet that that helicopter is something that she turned into a toy. That that was like they were trying to get into the dome from the sky, and she fucking turned it into a toy. That's Bro, what. I bet. Yeah, Ross did say that. Ross oh, said, did. Oh, well, Ross said that the helicopter was real, and that's what was smacking the branch into their fucking window. You oh. didn't say that, Ross. Yeah, but I think Zach was confused about what I was talking about at the time. No. Yeah. Hmm. That could be it. I didn't even think about why, because it almost feels like everything, they have a purpose for what they're doing every little scene, so that yeah, but she was trying to make some type of sense of it. Like why the branch would be smacking everyone. It's like, oh, just kids playing with toys. or But then oh, it was in color. Connected that that was the hel- the helicopter was what hit it. But then it was in color. So she was like, oh, fuck this. So she was freaked out by it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Until the okay. end of the episode when she did it, she did it herself. I guess I didn't connect that that was probably the helicopter that actually hit the... Okay, my bad, dude. I didn't connect that. But we, I guess I think we were both thinking the same thing. I just didn't realize. yeah. I think we were talking about different things and then there's the disconnect. Yeah. So, yeah, it it feels like they're trying to break through. And I also feel like that one of these characters, someone in there. And I feel like Monica Rambo. they sent her in. They're trying to get her because they're like, okay, we need a superhero. We need someone to go in. This woman was connected to Captain Marvel. So she'd already have some sort of connection to this sword group. You know, this thing. Her mother was an air pilot all that shit she has that kind of connection to get into this crew and but then i still feel like agnes or maybe someone else we haven't been introduced to yet is going to try to come in here and take advantage of her and try to manipulate wanda to keep going villain mode i guess yeah who who is agnes like what superhero villain is she or villain is she well, I guess she could be a hero too but that yeah. was when Luke, that was when Ross cut out when he was going to say whatever. Like, who is the Internet theorizing? Because, dude, I have not looked into this at all. When you were gone, Luke, I was talking about I read and I'm reading in this article that they think that Agnes could be a Marvel character. And her name is Agatha Harkness, who is also a witch. And she's Wanda's mentor. And they're theorizing that that could be Agnes. huh. But, the, but at the same time, there's not a, like, not a lot of backstory on her being her mentor. That'd be a lot to fill in, being like, oh, she was your mentor. She taught you this, this, and this. Yeah. And we already know all this shit about fucking Scarlet Witch. They might not do that, but you can kind of see how Agnes in the show is trying to kind of show her the ropes around this What's community. This- So I just Googled and it says Agnes teases the MCU's devil. So who the fuck would that be? Who's the MCU's devil? Oh, is it? It's like Miyuza... Mephisto? Who's that? This says Mephisto. Uh, I thought it was talking about Miyuza Shiki, I think. It's like this Japanese demon in the MCU or in Marvel Comics. It's like, oh, it's called a shadow demon or something like that. I don't know who Mephisto is. So. Apparently, there's a theory that he might be the main villain in Loki, but I don't think that these shows are directly connected. The yeah, devil. Bro. The the only thing that people are really building that off is the devil in the details line. Uh, Mephisto. I don't even know who Mephisto is. Let me I mean, let me look into him real quick. I think that's kind of a reach, just based off of one throwaway line. Well, unless they have, unless she has like a Mephisto has a direct connection to WandaVision – or sorry. Scarlet Witch and canon. What the fuck? Okay, so he was in Ghost Rider. Don't remember that. What a forgettable movie. <laughs> I can never oh, forget Ghost Rider was like... But no one thought of that as a Marvel movie. No. Yeah. Like, that was just a Nick Cage movie. <laughs> yeah. Nick, Nick <laughs> right? Cage with the... Right? <laughs> as a superhero. Flame Boy. Even though he technically is a Marvel character. Ghost writers. Mephisto, one of the chief demons of German lit- uh, literature. Yeah, dude, I don't know. I mean, we don't really... It could be this other witch thing. That kind of sounds like it could be something. It could be maybe this, but this is based off one throwaway line. I don't know if we have enough here yet to really know who the big baddie is, which is cool. We're yeah. two episodes in, and we don't even know who the real villain is. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's Wanda. Yeah. Could This be. is her origin story. This is her origin story? So this is way back... Sorry, this is her uh, villain origin oh, villain origin super villain origin story. <laughs> dude, there's way too much shit here to read on Mephisto. This dude's been around forever. He's For like, real, dude. There's a fuck ton. <laughs> it's like involved yeah. with Silver Surfer. That's soup that's X-Men E and Fantastic Four. It's also good. bro, there there's so much to fucking read. Holy fuck. Doctor yeah. Strange connection. Mephisto also exists outside of the Marvel comics. Oh wait, here we go. Scarlet Witch. So so it says that Scarlet Witch used Mephisto's soul to birth her two twins in the comics. And he reabsorbed them effectively ending their existence, which caused her to go into House of M storyline. Ross. Damn, that's the House of M storyline. Sounds like it, and then it says Wanda. Oh shit! Reanimated her deceased mentor with his with his soul, which was Agatha Harkness. Oh shit! Oh dude, Holy we might, we, might have, we Okay, man, people, maybe they do know their shit. Yeah, Agatha looks like it's this guy. Agatha looks like a man, in what I'm looking at. Professor. Oh wait, oh that was an alias. Maybe, but should. he uses oh, aliases. Agatha Agatha uses aliases all right interesting so I don't know I don't really this is like a I would not be able to put out of like a proper theory without really reading into that but maybe there's something there man that could be it I mean it has a direct tie to that storyline that we're this seems like this is definitely an adaptation of House of M in some sort of way yeah I read that last year too but I don't remember anything about Mephisto in the storyline maybe it was right before that the thing that 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 led in yeah yeah I think we're good then, fellas. We got any more thoughts before this shit cuts out? Because we can do some reviews. Let's do reviews. Fuck it. Hey, we're trending in Russia and Mexico. Let's go. Shut the fuck up. Oh, <laughs> there you <got>. Nice. <laughs> All right. So we got a shout out for Spidey's Web. His review. We can't Drunk stop party. <laughs> No, we can't, bro. We got to keep it going. He says... Said- <laughs> Yeah, you read these. Vincente Fernandez! Vincente! All right. Fire, awesome. Shout out to the boys. Fun listen. All right. L 44 you guys have a great pod. I have listened since Game of Thrones. Can't wait until we get some Marvel stuff. P.S. If Ross ever did a spinoff pod about anime, I would definitely listen to every pod. Laughing face. Hey. Well, you might get your wish. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe we should talk about anime, huh? Yeah. Fuck me up, daddy. All right, Ross. Chill, bro. Chill, (laughs) chill, chill. chill. All right. Perfect balance. Five stars. Came across this pod via Twitter, found a video of the Mandalorian that made me piss laughing. I've now gone back to old episodes to enjoy the perfect mix of chemistry, knowledge and comedy. These guys don't shy away from using natural swear words and speaking their minds without being offensive or misogynistic. Can't recommend enough if you like Star Wars, geek culture or just movies in general. Brendan 49ers, shout out. Shout out, bro. That's a good review. Shout, I like yeah. that. Shout out from Great Britain. He really took, oy, oy, oy. took the extra mile on that review. Respect. Straight up. We got a 49ers out. fan from, from the UK. Damn. Yeah. That's so what it seems like. I, right, four stars, Mando slash Star Wars. Love the shop talk. You guys seem to gel very well together. Talking Mando and Star Wars, it's a vast universe. Obviously, I highly, highly recommend watching the animated series, Clone Wars slash Rebels. These are packed with info involving many of the characters that are now in mando the listeners would benefit from the knowledge as well that's fair exclamation point yeah we don't we don't touch on the on that stuff as much do we no Uh, not really i just i feel like okay definitely we should do that probably to help Give context to people who, because we do that with Game of Thrones, right? We'll bring stuff from the books and like the lore. But yeah, yeah. Fuck you. I feel like there's just so many there's so many episodes, and I feel like a lot of people just watch the movies and then watch the Mandalorian, and you can give them the, I don't know, I'll give They'll it a lowdown. Clone yeah. Wars, Clone Wars, yes. Rebels, eh, maybe. Rebels, no. Yeah, not sold on <laughs> Rebels. All right, this one's from Oakley Gilbreath from US and Day. All right. Five stars. (laughs) (laughs) Best putt of all all time. My personal favorite podcast been listening since 2019 and still get pumped up for each episode. All three guys are hilarious. They do their homework and give genuine insight. Can't see enough good things. If you love pop culture and haven't listened, what are you doing? Gay? Gay? Come on, (laughs) dude. Shout out Oakley. Shout out Oakley. Yes. This is another five-star shout-out to the boys. Been listening since these guys reviewed the Joker. Love the Mandalorian season. Other stars content. Keep it up. For Maxwell Eleven, shout-out. Thank you. They still haven't even fucking said what that happened in that movie, man. When are they going to reveal that shit? A joke. Bro, bro straight up, there slacking, bro. <laughs> they ain't the never told us. Was that guy crazy as fuck, or was he the Joker? I don't for know. For real. That's for us to debate. No chance that guy's the Joker. Another five stars. Phil W17. Awesome. Came for the Mando reviews, but all the reviews are fire. Ron, unfiltered. Very genuine conversation between everyone. Keep it up, boys. Boys. Thank you, sir. Phil W17. Shout right. out. That's, that's the boy. I right. am Mickey. Longtime listener. Love the dudes and reviews. Honest. Mostly positive reviews from all your favorite movies and shows. Fire. Five stars. Shout out MC Marshall43. You're a five star human being. And the last one, fun listen, five stars. Found these guys during the Mandalorian season two reviews. like listening in on a group of friends or things. I love to watch, straightforward and to the point, great stuff. Shout out Spidey's web. You demand. Shout out Spidey's web, bro. Yo. Thank Yo. you all for listening. Make sure to drop us five star review. We're doing, we're gonna do Wandavision every week. Fuck, I mean, dude, if this stuff starts getting crazy, I wouldn't even be opposed. To maybe two a week. We'll see. Yeah, like maybe one. Like one where it's an immediate reaction and then one where we maybe get the fan responses and break that up. So it's not like just one fat, you know, three-hour pod. Because, dude, these seem like we just did almost like a three-hour pod and didn't even really feel like it. So that was i would be down. Like I like these kind of shows that make you think, man. I feel like we haven't had one like this since – oh, I guess The Boys. But even The Boys isn't like a like a what's going to happen next week kind of thing really. That was more, more like Watchmen, yeah yeah watchman was yeah. the last one Game yeah of Thrones. watchman was yeah, 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 love that shit and I'm excited dude because we're gonna have this and then after this we get Falcon and Winter Soldier and apparently that's an action movie broken up into six episodes it's only six Ooh. episodes confirmed Ooh. 45 minute episodes so dude we're gonna have these back to back in between that we're gonna have Godzilla vs Kong we got a lot of stuff coming man I'm excited we're finally getting fucking shit again dude since Mandalorian on is great yeah so, this is gonna be legit we got we're gonna have content for you fools yes so yeah drop us rating review follow us on twitter at NotAMoviePod, at culture crave at marvel facts all the other fucking pages shout out julian our producer shout out roberto fuck what else shout out jules roberto shout out to everyone who fucking drinks white claw. Drop- Shout out to everyone who drinks White Claw and shout out to everyone who drops a review on our podcast. Keep dropping reviews. Keep giving us the five-star ratings. We love y'all. Thanks, guys. All right, y'all. That's it. We out. Laters. Doses.